Welcome to Have the Edge podcast for business leaders and entrepreneurs. Every week we share content to add value to you and your business. Today we will discuss a topic that you do not want to miss. Your hosts today are experienced coaches, speakers and trainers from Have the Edge. Please check out business services we offer by visiting www.havetheedge.org. Are you an entrepreneur? Visit our website to subscribe to Entrepreneur Space. Hello, Anna. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. Well, it's been a quite busy week. We are uh, moving from uh, total for lockdown to partial for uh, lockdown next week. And so I guess uh, everyone is so excited to be able to get out of home and some normality in our daily life. Absolutely, absolutely. I think we're moving out of the lockdown here in Jersey as well. So it's a slow but very good change. So today we were going to discuss self-talk for leadership because I don't think leaders were ever under as much stress as they are now because leading remotely brings its own challenges, challenges doesn't it? So let's let's talk about why is it that we need and you as a leader as well, you need to watch your self-talk and how to be positive in that self-talk and how to be negative or avoid negative self-talk as much as possible. I don't know if you knew this, but during the day we get about 50,000 thoughts in our head. So therefore, <laughs> did you know that number, Desiree? <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? And a lot of them are repetitive. I know, it's crazy. So you, so wouldn't it be beneficial to be in control of those thoughts? And what's interesting Absolutely. is that a lot of them are repetitive and you will be not, well, you'll probably be surprised to find out most of them are replaying negative, negative events, particularly when you are under stress. So Desiree, why is it important for leaders to be able to uh, watch that self-talk and w- what's the benefits of doing that? First of all, I just want to highlight on one point that leaders doesn't exclusively mean leaders in the organization or corporate. Any person can be a leader in his family, such as parents in front of our uh, kids, even if we are a teacher in a community, in a uh, scout, whatever. So so leadership leadership does not uh, exclusively uh mention everyone working in a ceo direction or board of director on any high position just to be clear Absolutely. on this yeah. we have we can just have a, a leader mind exactly so, so talk what is really really self-talk is our dialogue with ourselves in fact we never pay attention to what we really say to ourselves. We always pay attention to what others say, to what others think about us. Well, in fact, it has been proven that self-talk influences a lot our behavior and our mindset. So better be a constructive self-talk instead of a destructive one. And why is that? Because when you are alone with yourself and like you have just said, Thoughts are just mingling in our mind. So, and definitely everything we hide from the society or from everything in public will pop up in our head when we are alone. So it will be anything like inner critic, 
or right, unconsciously yeah. labeling ourselves with some limiting beliefs that could lower our, our productivity, uh, distract us from our goals, or tell us that it's not good enough, you are, you cannot make it. All of these in the back of our heads have a really, really powerful impact on our reaction. In fact, leaders been, uh, suffer a lot from the imposter syndrome. Absolutely. Which we, yeah, which maybe not uh, very much people are familiar with, but really this thought of not being good enough, mm. not being uh, up to the level to fulfill uh, this kind of uh, job or position or like you don't deserve it. Exactly. Could be uh, really, really uh, lowering us. And yeah. it's never uh, just in our head how much we try to hide it, it will show up. Mm. And you know, it's not something that occurs to you once a day or twice a day. Like I said, we have 50,000 thoughts in a day. So if you find yourself like Desiree saying about talking about imposter syndrome uh, in leadership uh, and not feeling good enough. So if you are saying to yourself, I'm not really the best person to deliver this presentation. I shouldn't be leading this meeting. Oh, am I going to stumble in the middle of this? That is your imposter syndrome in action. And that is you reinforcing that by talking to yourself like this. So do not think you are except from that from that self talk, we do this all the time, nonstop. The trick is to actually be able to create an observer of that self talk in your head. Because we are normally on autopilot saying these things. And the more you say things to yourself, the more you reinforce them. So if you think about yourself being an imposter, you're reinforcing that belief in your head. And it's like a loop that you cannot get out of. So that's why it's so important in leadership. In fact, what I did, I found some research that I wanted um, to read out rather than rather than actually say it. So let me just pull this up really quickly. Um, so studies conducted at the University of Michigan found that people who talk to them, uh, who talk to themselves in second person. So to give you an example, you're doing a great job rather than I am doing a great job, or even by using their own name, such as great job, Kathleen, instead of a first person, for example, I'm doing a great job, um, etc. They fared better during stressful situations. Specifically, people who were randomly assigned to practice second person self-talk, they recovered quicker from social stresses. So that's the benefit of a positive self-talk, or in this instance, of self-talk in the second person rather than, rather than one rather than in the first person. Another good outcome was they were evaluated by others as making better first impressions. So that's fantastic benefit, isn't it? Um, benefit number three was they performed better on a public speaking challenge. So that's a trick. If you are worried about your public speaking and if listening to me and Desiree chat about negative self-talk, you recognize that perhaps you talk yourself into stumbling during the public presentation, during the public speaking. Try this trick. Try and talking to yourself in a second person as, a, as opposed to the first person. And another good outcome of this was so daunting tasks as challenges rather than threats. So it's always better to look at the task as a challenge rather than a threat, because obviously threat could send you into fight or flight response. 
So that's one great trick that you could use and it's been proven by research to bring lots of positives to your day-to-day -day functioning as a leader. Desiree, what tricks can you share with us that will help us to control that, that, that self-talk? So that's one of them. What can you suggest? Absolutely. I just want to add one more thing. Talking to ourselves as a second person, it's giving in faces and importance to the person in front of us. So if you're talking to your friend, you will be talking maybe positive words. You have um, encouraging words, uh, uh, everything that uh, could be uh, adding support or, or uh, pushing her uh, forward. Definitely. So when we consider ourselves an independent entity as someone different that we need to take care of, that we need to encourage, that we need to support, this is why uh, it has more benefits than considering ourselves like hidden inside, inside, deep, deep inside. So definitely, like you have said, uh, it's all about uh, how the, we treat ourselves. So mm. first of all, we need to be our own supporter. Exactly, because a lot of the times, particularly if you did stumble, let's say, in the middle of public speech, in the middle of the presentation, what our mind tends to do, it tends to focus on the negative. And the more you focus on the negative, the more you bring about more negative reactions from you, negative behaviors that you then continue replaying to yourself. Because we don't replay for as long and as often the good performance, but we do get stuck on the bad. And sometimes, not just for a day or two, sometimes for weeks. So if you find yourself re remembering you stumbling during a presentation before you start a new presentation, you essentially setting yourself up to fail. And like Desiree said as well, one trick I shared with you is talking to yourself in the second person. And it's been proven it brings about some very fantastic performance outcomes. But like Desiree said, uh, talking yourself as you would to your best friend. So if you're talking to yourself, finding, replaying bad experience, if you find yourself um, saying that perhaps you don't belong here or you're not good enough, uh, or you know that you're not meant to lead this team, think about if, if what would you say to your best friend if your best friend told you this? You wouldn't say, yeah, you're not good enough. Definitely, oh, you're definitely going to scrap in this presentation. You wouldn't say that, right? So why would you be saying that to yourself? Ask yourself, what would you say your best friend? Surely you would try to reassure them. Surely you would try and make them feel better. Encourage them. You know, you, me as a coach, I would encourage my friend to remember a good experience when they did well. Let's go back again to the public speaking example rather than remembering when, when they did stumble. So if you're going to be that support for your best friend, Start learning to be a good support for yourself as a leader because it is stressful and it is a lot of responsibility. So the more soothing, the better your self-talk is, the better your performance. So any any other tips and tricks other than the two that we've mentioned, Desiree, that, that you no. want to share? <laughs> uh, usually when you stumble in something, other people do not notice. We are just facing this in our heads. So this creates a limiting belief that is keeping us always behind. So the work is to turn this limiting beliefs into empowering beliefs, saying like positive words in our head, encouraging ourselves, 
because if we need to show up as leaders, who would like to follow a hesitant leader or, or a self-doubt leader yeah. or a hesitant leader or uh, someone who is really afraid from failing or from uh, being afraid from accountability? So as a leader, definitely, and most of all, our old team and our family member or our surrounding, we cannot be showing with an image of uh, low self-esteem and ask right. everyone else to follow us. Exactly, so exactly. The image that we show talks a lot about us. And we cannot show an image without when having different uh, self-talk or different thoughts, opposite thoughts in our heads. So everything begins in the mindset. We should empower ourselves, replace the limiting beliefs with empowering beliefs, learn from our mistakes if it happens, and show up in our best image. And uh, this could be uh, applied to many fields. Is it uh, physically, our posture, our tone of voice, uh, learning more, uh, educating ourselves, uh, researching in fields we are not uh, very familiar of, uh, managing our team around, involving them with our decision, not to be afraid of making mistakes and being accountable for that when you are being authentic also. Mm. David I, is actually saying that subliminal suggestion is very powerful, both on a negative and posit or positive. And that's that's very true. And and the problem is if if you if you subconsciously replay bad things, you are not just replaying them. You keep on suggesting to your subconscious that this is the outcomes you want because your subconscious cannot determine whether it wants it or not. It's non-judgmental. Mm -hmm. So the more you replay that, uh, the more you you imprint in it into your behavior in the future unfortunately so if you find yourself in a bad experience and you notice yourself replaying it over and over and over again you know try and tell yourself what can i learn from this going wrong and get something positive out of it and then just put it away and just bring that positive with you into the future rather than be stuck on that particular event and I think that's that's super important. Now, what 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 negative self talk did you have to fix, Desiree, in you as a coach? That's a pretty interesting question. Yes. Well, you no, know, I never <laughs> was uh, had an idea that I could uh, show up on social media, on Facebook Live, on Instagram, or whatever, and uh, have this conversation or have a video. I always used to say I don't like the tone of my voice. I don't like myself when I see myself on the camera. But after all, I said, why not? I should jump into the occasion and learn. And yesterday, I just recorded a small trailer for our Today Live. Translated ah, okay. I had no makeup on. My hair was so natural. I didn't have any professional uh, recording tools. I just uh, uh, recorded and streamed, and I didn't even worry about having the perfect English accent or whatever. So this is just a small tip that if you need to start a new action, don't wait to be perfect in this action yes. until you just uh, show it to the public. Mm. 
there is a saying, Desiree, you don't yeah. have to be good to start, but you have to start to be good. And I think that that's that's yeah. what you <laughs> and I love that saying. Yes, absolutely. You just have to start somewhere. There is never a perfect moment for things. Another tip I would give uh, for you as a leader when it comes to, to self-talk, if you are listening to, to this thinking, oh, gosh, this is going to take a lot of effort to watch every thought that I'm having. Uh, think of it this way on an aircraft um, safety instructions. What do they say? Mm -hmm. They say you have to put an oxygen mask first on yourself and then on others. You have to be kind to yourself and you, you have to pay that that due diligence to yourself, really, uh, to make sure that you are as positive as you possibly can, because it will transpire to the rest of the team in one way or another. Because like Desiree said, there is so much. In fact, it's only 7% of what we say is, is, is the, the communication. The other is your body language, is the tone of your voice that you do not have as much control over as you think. And I don't know if you've ever heard of power posing, but power posing is addressing the inner talk from the outside first. So you assume certain position and then the thoughts will follow. Now, when you watch yourself talk in your head and you try and moderate it from negative to positive, what you are doing, you're actually doing the same process, but from the inside. So physiology then will happen afterwards. So the more positive your inner talk, the more confident you are, the more confident is your posture. Now, when you're doing power posing, it's the other way around because it's all connected. You start from faking it until you make it, until by adopting certain physiology, you do it so many times that your thoughts start to change because quite frankly, you cannot stand like a superwoman and feel depressed not if you're standing for over two minutes <laughs> so just an interesting nugget that if you find it's exhausting because when you start watching your own your own self-talk it could feel like that you can you can scrap that for a minute and just watch how you're sitting watch how you're standing you know watch your shoulders watch your physiology is that the physiology of a person who's in control is that the physiology of a person who's confident and that will help as well you can work it from both ways Yes, you know, we have uh, so many leaders that are great at what they do, their field of expertise. But when it comes to speaking in public, let's say, or holding a meeting or presenting something in front of the boards of directors, they totally miss it. Why? Because they are afraid. Yeah. They are afraid of not being good enough. They are afraid of not having the answers to all the questions. They are being afraid of uh, stumbling, of using the wrong words. So here again, we say success is a mind game. So like you said, Anna, you have to fake it. You have to fake <laughs> success in your mind. Yeah. Uh, and when opportunity presents, just jump, jump on it. Uh, don't say to yourself, uh, I don't have experience in this, or my company is not uh, offering me enough um, uh, support or tools or trainings or whatever. Jump on the opportunity, confirm yourself as a leader, be confident uh, that you can do it, and then you collect all the resources needed, and definitely it will lead to success. And uh, most of the time, we are being too harsh on ourselves and criticizing ourselves while others see our uh, uh, project or our output just perfect. 
uh, we might have not uh, the satisfaction inside of us. Like sometimes when you are kids and you go to school and you have your exam, and when you get back at home, your mom asks you, how well did you do? Said, not good at all, I failed. And then when the results, you got an A. So we are uh, very much harsh on ourselves. We have to Definitely. take it easy and turn everything negative into positive because definitely we cannot eliminate. Mm. We should ch just uh, change the perspective and our thoughts will become the reality that we want to live in and that give us power over our thoughts and will lead us to uh, affect that in any project in the business or in our personal life. So just to summarize really quickly, Desiree, what tips did we mention other than trying to watch your own thoughts, which is a conscious process and it's tough in the beginning, but then you get used to it. I always say to myself when I catch myself thinking negatively and often replaying something that I didn't do that well, I ask myself, is that useful to me? Is that going to help me? You know, what am I thinking? And it's something that if you keep doing, it will become a habit. And we talked about the habits actually in our previous life as well, didn't we? So other tips that we said is speaking to yourself in the second person. So rather than, I screwed up, I didn't do that well. Uh, you know, so, uh, you could do better next time. What did you learn from this particular experience? What have gone wrong? What you will do better next time? What's the lesson here? What, what did you learn? So you get the idea because that's been proven in research to improve your performance, to improve your outcomes. What it does, in a sense, it disassociates you. It, disass it, it disassociates uh, your identity. So you're, you're more impartial observer rather than you're identifying with what you're saying to yourself. So that was one tip. What Desiree said was talk to yourself as you would with a best friend or to your best friend so in the example that she's given if there is opportunity if opportunity presents itself grab it um so if you're if you're hesitant to do it if you're hesitant and you're saying to yourself oh maybe i won't be good at that oh maybe i'm not good enough etc uh, imagine what you would say to your best friend so talk to yourself as a best friend your best friend wouldn't tell you oh maybe you're not good enough for this position oh definitely don't go there you don't belong <laughs> Your best friend simply wouldn't. Well, if your best friend would, it's not your best friend, by the way, just in case you have somebody telling you anything like that. <laughs> uh, but yes, talking to yourself as you would to your best friend. So that's a couple of tips that, that we gave. I would also like to watch out for very specific, very specific patterns in your thoughts. And there are three patterns that are negative. So catch yourself when you are thinking of black and white outcomes. So tendency to view a situation um, either all or nothing. Like if if they cancel this project, <laughs> that's it. Nothing, nothing I'm doing matters. So just avoid black and white because a lot of the times, you know, your your thoughts or your opinions on the situation, it's literally just your perspective. A lot of the times it's not how it actually is. Because we've all got our perspectives, we have got our perceptions of reality. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's how it is. So just remember that if you catch yourself thinking in, in black and white patterns. Another one is catastrophizing. Have you ever catastrophized, Desiree? Worst case scenario. Oh my God, my husband didn't call me back. He must be cheating on me. 
stop. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's not the best example for, for the talk on leadership. However, ask yourself, what else could it be? So don't jump to conclusions, you know? So in that husband and wife scenario, maybe his phone died. Maybe he's on an important phone call. What else? What else could it be? What are the alternatives? And that will give you more views, which will then obviously change how your behavior, how you behave. And another one as well to watch out for uh, when it comes to talking to yourself is overgeneralizing. When you generalize stuff too broadly. So for example, oh my God, there's a meeting and she never listens to my ideas and she never will today. Because you set yourself up to expect that behavior. In fact, it could even it could even be to a point where you actually stop talking so that she doesn't listen to your ideas because you expect that to come. So do not overgeneralize things because that is a negative thought pattern that you need to watch out for. Desiree, any final thoughts on all the tips that we gave? Uh, anything you wanted to add in addition or anything you might want to share perhaps as your own example? Yes, I would like to highlight about the power of assumption. We assume, yeah. assume things that happens once and like you said, we generalize it. So if any uh, incident or problem occurs once, it doesn't mean that it will be repeating itself over and over in every situation. Or like you just said, if someone does not interact in our meet in a meeting, doesn't mean that he uh, dislikes us. Maybe he has a personal problem. So assumption exactly. builds a lot of negative thoughts in our heads. So I suggest we have a dictionary for opposite words, negative words, and positive words. And every time a negative word jump in our head, we just switch to the positive word. Mm -hmm. And that would be helpful. one more thing, uh, when we are aware of ourselves, even our uh, failure, our weaknesses, awareness is one step that leads us to uh, self-management, manage ourselves, manage our weaknesses, our areas of improvement, and work on it. And this will lead us to self-management, leading to everything that is happening in our head, controlling our emotions and our souls in every situation. And always remember that every person is resourceful. We have inner resources, and when we start to use it, we are empowering ourselves. Support system is important, but we have to start from ourselves. And this is my last advice and uh, this tip. I use it in my daily life and I will assure you that it's working. Yeah, <laughs> th th thank you, Desiree. David is saying that habitual behavior create, creates positive routine. Definitely. And that's something that we talked about in, in, hab in our habit session. Yes, habitual behavior, definitely. When you get into habit of watching yourself think what you are saying to yourself, and if that's helpful, is that helpful to me? Uh, but when you get into habit of controlling and moderating what on earth is going on in your head, um, once it's a habit, you don't have to spend any energy doing it. You are just doing it. It's always like we're starting to do anything new. It's always that beginning that requires energy. 
afterwards you know what they say minimum 21 days days to form a habit but that's a minimum a lot of the times it takes longer we're all different individuals it's different for each and every one of us but yes david completely agree get into the habit and then it's not it's going to be no effort at all only in the beginning another one that i've heard i will actually add and i will be honest with you i am not a fan of it however it's worth mentioning because whilst it doesn't work for me it might for somebody since desiree mentioned that she has got positive words, negative words, diary, and she suggested you do the same. That involves writing. So there is another suggestion that works. It actually works. It just doesn't work for me. So that's important to mention. <laughs> different stuff for different people will work. Um, is writing out what is it that you are saying to yourself as a habit? Because what happens, again, you disassociate yourself from it. So just like speaking to yourself in a second person, when you write it down on the paper, all of a sudden it's not in your head anymore. It's on the paper. And sometimes what you write down, when you actually see it on paper, it's quite comical. And you think, do I really think that? <laughs> that is quite ridiculous. That is complete nonsense. Now, it works 100%. You can try it out if you like writing. Now, we, we have got 50,000 thoughts in our heads. I don't know how long it would take me to actually, being a C personality type as well, <laughs> write down every single one of them. For me, that that's a bit too much of an effort. So I just go with moderating in my head and observing, uh, consciously observing what it is that I'm saying to yourself. However, if you want to give writing them out a go and seeing what you think of, of those thoughts, whether it's imposter syndrome, whether it's berating yourself or something you've done years ago, and sometimes you still do berate yourself, even though it happened ages ago, you know, so try writing it down and, and perhaps that will be when you can turn the corner and stop replaying those negative scenarios in your head. And the one last one that I've already mentioned, but I'll just reiterate it. If you think it's too much effort for you, if you if you think maybe that you need to look after your team members first, etc., because that is a big responsibility, just remember what they say on the flights. You have to put your oxygen mask on first. You owe it to yourself before you help somebody else. So definitely start with yourself. But that's it from us for today, Desiree. Thank you so much for joining me for this for this quick chat. I hope everybody watching you found it helpful. And uh, if you're looking for a coach or corporate executive trainer, look no further, get in touch with us. Email info at havetheedge.org. Have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Have a wonderful Sunday, Desiree. Thank you for listening to Have The Edge podcast. Please leave us a rating and a review. Visit our website at www.havetheedge.org to explore our business and entrepreneurial services. If you have any queries, please email info at havetheedge.org. And to keep up to date, please follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram.